Hi, I'm Mark Fletcher. I'm Vice President of Public Safety Solutions at 911 Inform. The following is an audio version of my recent blog, Being Prepared Means Being Aware. The Atlantic hurricane season happens each year in the U.S. and spans a six-month period running June through November. Now, while the bulk of these storms occur later in the summer and early fall, the best time to start planning a course of action is prior to needing help. It's generally accepted that with the proper pre-planning, both citizens and businesses can increase their survivability factors significantly without having to be reactive at the very last minute. Public safety services are really no different, and in addition to planning resiliency, reliability, and redundancy, to efficiently put any plan into effect requires understanding of their environment and what resources they've got to work with. Now, in today's connected world, that means an inherent understanding of the communications network availability, which is their principal source of inbound communications from the public. With the understanding that this information is critical for pre-planning and defining operational response plans, the Federal Communications Commission, Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau has created the Network Outage Reporting System, known as NORS. The purpose of NORS is to provide rules to address the critical need for rapid, complete, and accurate information on significant communication service disruptions that could affect homeland security, public health or safety, and the economic well-being of the nation. All that simply means that when a reportable outage takes place, a reporting compliance clock is started that dictates required reporting actions that various service providers have to abide by. Initially, a preliminary report needs to be filed within two hours of the outage, detailing some preliminary information. Then within 72 hours, an initial outage report is due. And finally, 30 days later, a detailed final report needs to be filed. Now, in some past events where public safety was not made aware of large multi-state outages, or the reporting went beyond these timelines, significant fines were levied against the carriers that totaled in the millions. Not to mention this lack of citizen and public safety understanding, that particular events were occurring, and to what extent, were found to exasperate the situation, potentially causing further harm. Now, as in any critical utility-related infrastructure, privacy and the security of information is considered a critical component of national security. While that information is needed to plan around unexpected events, this very same knowledge, when made publicly available, provides a blueprint for a nefarious attack on that same infrastructure that you're trying to protect. So just like banks have secured combination locks on their vaults, they certainly don't post that combination lock on a yellow sticky note on the wall next to it. This creates a classic dichotomy of information that's both useful to administrators when reacting to an outage and extremely harmful when that same information exposed to those wishing to cause harm to the infrastructure. And for years, this has been a discussion point in Washington, D.C. And finally, action is underway to provide relevant data and information to those who need it as well as the appropriate policies and protocols to ensure that that same information doesn't fall into the wrong hands. In a recent blog post released by Public Safety Homeland Security Bureau Executive Director Lisa Folks, who also was our November 2020 NG911 future maker, she announced that the FCC has adopted a plan for sharing communications outage and infrastructure status directly with state 
and federal agencies that will improve their situational awareness and help them respond more quickly to outages affecting their communities. So with national security still remaining a key component of this new system, an application process is being implemented designed to ensure that only vetted agencies are granted access to this critical information. Agencies will have to certify compliance with specific requirements for maintaining the confidentiality and security of the data. And at this stage, the FCC is seeking the necessary Office of Management and Budget approval to adjust the required data infrastructure and plans later to announce the actual start date for agency application submissions. Both citizens as well as corporate businesses should be aware of the FCC published tips on how to communicate during an emergency. And there's a link to that information in the written version of this blog that's available on Fletch.tv. Waiting until the last minute creates delays, confusion, and significantly reduces the actual effectiveness of any plan, a critical component of most modern communications infrastructures that is often forgotten is that most systems require power to operate. Battery backup and auxiliary power mechanisms have to be considered in the implementation of any communications infrastructure, even the most basic. In fact, the law requires that carrier service providers offer you the option of purchasing that battery backup as well as required to distribute information annually that addresses the issue. And most have resources available to answer any questions. That wraps up this episode of my audio blog, Being Prepared Means Being Aware. This is Fletch. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Fletch911. You can catch all of my blogs and podcasts at Fletch.tv. Follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn, and feel free to reach out with any questions you may have. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by the folks at 911 Inform, providing enterprise next-generation 911 solutions and making every second count. Find them online at www.911inform.com. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Have a great day.